one of the best things you can do is create your momentum and plan for it. Essentially, you're, you're fabricating it rather than just leaving it up to luck and hoping that you build some momentum. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Momentum and milestones. How to get back into things after some time off or how to achieve just massive goals which uh, can be particularly scary. And so these could be broken up into two topics but they do go kind of hand in hand with each other as well. And so we'll talk a little bit about the difference between two of them over the course of this chat. So first of all, sometimes coming back to training after a little bit of a break can be tough. Even if it's just a a week after being on holiday or maybe you've been sick. But this is generally because as humans, we love routine and we thrive on momentum. And it's whether you realize it or not, we do. And so momentum comes in many forms, and sometimes it's momentum of the actions that you're completing, where which is things like you're eating well consistently, you're doing your food prep, you're showing up to classes, you're doing your extras, you're doing your recovery, you build momentum in your actions. Whereas other times you experience momentum in the regards of like your performance, your actual ability. So you would see it in your results. So maybe your squat numbers are going up or you're just constantly, every time you train, you feel like you're a little bit fitter and fitter and fitter. And you can see that reflected in your workout times or the people that you might be like, normally you're competing very close with and then now you're starting to constantly beat them in workouts, that type of thing. And so you're seeing momentum in that area in the form of results. So you've got your momentum in your actions and momentum in your results. Uh, Both are beneficial and we thrive on both of them. But as humans, regardless, no matter which one it is, we love momentum. And um, when that momentum gets interrupted, a lot of us find it really hard to get back in the swing of things. And so one of the best things you can do is to kind of create your momentum and plan for it. Essentially, you're, you're fabricating it rather than just leaving it up to luck and hoping that you build some momentum. And so with momentum, you can't fabricate the results element. You, it's pretty hard to say, okay, I'm going to squat 100 kgs, then 105, then 110 the week after. You kind of can because that's how progressive overloads kind of work, but that's not the tactic that I'm really diving into right now. Um, I'm talking about action-based momentum. And so that's setting yourself actionable targets for the week ahead um, on actions which are going to lead you to the things that you want to achieve. And so the big goal of momentum is to think of what we call snowball theory, which is where you imagine a snowball at the start of a mountain and it just rolls down the mountain it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and and building up each time, each rotation. Okay. And so what that looks like in getting back into training after a little break or sickness or whatever it might be is it's about building that, that building up slowly. So it doesn't need to be, okay, week one, I'm going to start by going five classes plus three extra sessions, plus I'm going to prep 21 of my meals. I'm going to do a recovery session. I'm going to meditate for 30 minutes, seven day this week. It might just be, I'm going to do three classes this week and that's it, which is for most of us 
quite achievable. Three hours dedicated, that's it. That's all I'm asking of myself. If I do more, if I can do more, I'll do it, but the minimum I'm gonna do is three classes. And so the target that you set yourself when building momentum ideally needs to be something that you're nine out of 10 confident that you're gonna be able to achieve. And so when you set this target for yourself, always ask yourself that question. Am I a nine out of 10 confident that I will be able to achieve this? And if there's even a, like a little inkling, especially at the start of hesitation that you don't think you're going to be able to do it, then you need to reduce the difficulty of what you have set for yourself. Because if you try to go too hard, too early, you'll set yourself up for failure. Failure leads to disappointment. It affects your self-belief. It leaves you feeling like you're not good enough. All the negative crap that we know does not yield good positive results. So week one, you just need to start so easy that it seems boring. And then in week two, add a little bit more, a little bit more difficulty and so on and so on until you're fabricated and created and you've got your momentum back. And so it's just starting small. It does, you're not, this is a marathon, not a sprint. And I've said it many, many times before, we're looking for long-term consistency over short-term intensity. But it's essential to remember that momentum builds on these actions, okay? So not to really focus on the results at this point. Now, there is a time and a place for these result-based markers, and they do help with momentum. And the time that they're really, really beneficial is when you have like a, quite a big, audacious, scary goal, okay, that you want to work towards. Something that you're like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do that. And so... That's when you're going to be taking your big goal that you want to achieve. And so this could be something like being an RX athlete, or it could be something um, a little bit more uh, specific. Like, so for example, recently I set a goal of getting 10 unbroken muscle ups. And that's when you're going to take that big goal and you're going to break it into lots and lots and lots of little milestones. And you can literally make as many of these milestones as you want. You could make 100 milestones on the way to a goal, maybe not 100, but a lot, okay? And these milestones, what they're going to do is they're going to help you acknowledge your progress and your success through a long-ass journey towards achieving a goal. And so let's use that recent goal that I've set for myself of 10 unbroken ring muscle-ups. Now, this goal is a big goal for me. It's scary. Um, at this point, I'm not sure if I can do one anymore. And yes, yes, I have done them before, but I, right now, based on my physical strength, um, because primarily focusing on weightlifting, I've been doing bugger roll gymnastics. I think my strict pull-up capacity is about five. Okay, so nowhere near ready or able to be doing ten ring muscle-ups. So, to be able to manage this mentally. I've broken the journey up into about 15 different milestones that I aim to hit along the way. And so these serve as kind of checkpoints in a race against myself. And so to come up with the milestones, I worked backwards from the end result. Now, if you're ever doing this for yourself, this is where a coach is going to be beneficial. But through a little bit of just logical thinking, you'll probably be able to figure it out. And so I worked backwards, but I'll take you through in the order that I plan on hitting them. And so phase one is building a solid foundation. Okay, And so right now, as I said, my current starting point is five strict pull-ups. My first milestone is six strict pull-ups. That's it. And you're like, but that's not really that much. 
what, did I, what am I talking about? I'm talking about building momentum. Next milestone, eight trip pull-ups and then going into a 15 second ring support. I'm pretty confident I'm going to be able to do that pretty soon. So that gap between six and eight, it's going to be pretty short. What's that going to do? Build momentum. The next step after there, 10 strict pull-ups, 30 second ring support. A little bit harder, but still pretty achievable. Okay? And so that's phase one. Then I'm moving into sort of my kipping phase. Now my next kipping phase I've got is five kipping pull-ups and 45 second ring support. Now I could probably do that right now, which means that I will get to that next milestone pretty quickly into phase two. And then I go to 10 kipping pull-ups and three strict ring dips. Getting a little bit harder now because I've increasing the difficulty of the movement, particularly around the ring dips. But after I've gone through those first four phases, I'm likely going to be able to be a little bit stronger. And overall, that's not going to be too scary, not too big of a jump. And then it gets a little bit harder, 15 kipping pull-ups, six strict ring dips. And then it increases into the same thing, but with chest bar pull-ups, 5, 10, 15 chest bar pull-ups with 9, 12, and 15 strict ring dips. But you see how close all of these sort of markers are to each other? They're not like, it's not me going from one strict pull-up to 10 strict pull-ups. I've got all of these little steps in between. Now, this means that I'm going to be able to stay way more engaged and I'm going to feel that sense of accomplishment on a regular basis rather than being so disconnected from the end result that I'm like, oh, I'm not making any progress. Yes, I can then acknowledge all of this little progress, these little bits of progress that I'm making. I can tick them off and get that little endorphin hit every single time I make a little bit of progress. And I'm going to really be able to identify if there is a part of my uh, sort of ability lacking at any point because I've tried to make it a relatively... Um, well-rounded approach by inc including sort of like the ring dips and the stability work and that sort of process. And then finally, and then only towards the last phase, phase four, that's when I'm starting to think about my actual muscle-up capacity. And I'm starting at two ring muscle-ups, four ring muscle-ups, six ring muscle-ups, eight, and then finally, 10 ring muscle-ups. Now that's sort of, I think it's 15 phases that I'm going to be working towards. Now, timeline, there's, there is no timeline on this because it's going to be determined on my actions and my ability to be consistent with those actions um, whilst working towards this goal. Obviously, I'm going to be needing to be working towards my actions on my nutrition in order to reduce my body weight to make it easier to perform gymnastics, but still maintaining strength. And my mindset focuses is going to be all around consistency. But the key things to take away from this milestone, uh, from this milestone stuff, is that each stage is super close to the next one, which means the gap between success should be pretty small, especially when I'm zeroing in my focus. And this is going to do wonders for your motivation, which is then going to lead to more action. Rather than looking at some massive goal and going, ah, oh, fuck, I'll never get there. You're just getting, you're breaking it up into lots of little steps. And then end result, bang, a few months down the track, you're like, oh shit, I did muscle ups. And so focusing on the results isn't going to magically make it happen. As I mentioned earlier, it's just acknowledging the progress. The acknowledgement of progress builds momentum, which is increases motivation to keep working harder. And uh, just on another note, I am a massive advocate for quite big, scary goals because they force massive action. Most people, when they set a goal, they often need to 10x it. Um, and then it'll actually be enough to get the arse into gear to make some changes. So if you want to get back into things, if you need help getting back into things, use momentum. Focus on the actions, start small, and each week build, build, build. 
And remember that we're looking for a 9 out of 10 confidence that you can achieve the goal. If you want to take on a massive goal, if you want to tackle a massive goal, use milestones to help you maintain momentum, breaking that big scary thing up into lots of little achievable things. This is how big goals are achieved.